Welcome back, RTR fam, to our newest episode. This is Brooke. And this is Michelle. And today, our episode is six easy tasks to instantly level up. And when we say level up, this is like in your personal day-to-day life. We're not like taking you from being Joe Schmo to like a millionaire. We're just talking about simple day-to-day things that will kind of keep you grounded and keep you on a a consistent upward trajectory in your life. And just, and even so much just to help you feel more fulfilled Mm -hmm. on a daily life and just help with just your happiness yeah. and your peace and all that and kind creating, of stuff. Just like creating better habits. Yeah, better much. habits to just consistently Im- improve your life. Yeah. And it doesn't even necessarily have to be improving monetarily or whatever, mm-hmm. but just to keep improving your health and your mind mm-hmm. and your soul. You know, if that's, even if that's just all you really want to focus on and you're good financially or whatever, it's just, yeah. we can constantly increase our happiness mm-hmm. and, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, just our happiness and our... Yeah, and kind of just make and make the most of our day, right? I think with our last episode that we talked about social media and stuff, we spend a lot of time scrolling and posting and scrolling and wasting Mm -hmm. really valuable time in our days. Um, So this is kind of just to bring back um, focus into your life and really do things that are going to help you. Yeah. Live an intentional life. Intentional. Yes. Be intentional. Um, so yeah, that's really the focus. Like just be intentional yeah. and do. Intentional make and present and pre- president. President. <laughs> intentional present. and present. Yes. In your life. Um, so the first one we have here is create a calendar. Yeah. Super simple, super, super simple. easy. Even if it's just like a daily, like a schedule for that day. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be this long plan mm-hmm. out calendar. Um, you know, people that love to plan, obviously, yeah, plan it out yeah. for the month, whatever. But even if it's just like the night before you sit down and you're like, okay, how, how am I going to spend my day tomorrow? What yeah. am I going to do tomorrow? And just kind of create that calendar or that schedule for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. So I know a lot of people that do do what Michelle said, kind of like a, a schedule for the next day. I am not that person. <laughs> um, I'm more of a like when it's a new month, Right. I have, mm-hmm. so I have a whiteboard calendar that I keep on my wall in my house. And when it's a new month, wipe the old month clean. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of, it's an, again, intentional when I go there, I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, last month was a good month. Grateful, thankful, blessed, wipe it clean though. We're here to start a new month. There's going to be new, better. Like, it's just like a, it's like a little mantra I say to myself mm-hmm. as I wipe it clean. Um, and I'll just write in things for the whole month. Like, I just put all the dates for the month. Um, I write little notes in the side for, like, super important things or, like, mm-hmm. to-do tasks that I'm supposed to do that n- don't necessarily have um, an expiration date or, like, a specific date that I have to do it. But I'm just, like, this is something that I've, like, had to do. Make a phone call or, mm-hmm. you know, s- things like that that I, like, haven't done that I'm, like, okay, I need to do this. I'll put a little note in the side in the corner. Um but just basic things like for Michelle and I, if we have like recording dates, I'll put mm-hmm. the dates that we have recording dates, content dates, mm-hmm. um, special events that, you know, for the kids, anything like that, that I just put up on the calendar. And then I'll write like a, a positive little note. Like mostly, most of the time I like to do thankful, grateful, blessed, just because mm-hmm. I feel like that's always a really good mindset to stay in. Yeah. Um, I've done like 
work hard, play hard, you know, <laughs> like this month we're going to like hustle. We're going to grind. We're going to work hard. We're going to stay focused that way next month we can kind of relax mm-hmm. a little bit. So super simple, anything like that. And I was just telling Michelle before we got on this episode that, um, don't shun me, but literally my calendar in my house <laughs> says August right now. Um, and we're in November. So it is time for me to go home and wipe that August clean and all those August energies and move on to this new month that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, so just something simple as that. It just kind of gives you an open space for progress and for mm-hmm. movement, right? You're putting down your writing and you're being able to see every single day the days that you have blocked out for things that you have to do. And mm-hmm. it shows you all the opportunities available. Mm-hmm for new things that you're able to do which I think is really great yeah and I love that um also for me I do that as well especially like with recording stuff or whatever so I don't forget Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I can you know it's all laid out for like that whole month and then I personally I love making lists it's weird it's such a zen thing Mm -hmm. for me um but I also find myself if I don't do that, like for like daily lists, whether you do it like the night before, you're just kind of like, before you go to bed, you're thinking about, okay, like what are, what do I want to do tomorrow? Okay. I got to clean this or, mm-hmm. you know, I want to do this or work on this or read some of this book. Um, you know, to kind of write that out, almost kind of give your, not like a per minute schedule, but just kind of like, okay, you know, mm-hmm. these are the things I want to accomplish tomorrow. Um, or like you can sit down like say on a Sunday, right? And yeah. do it for the whole week. Mm-hmm. Um, however you want to do it. I find that I'm more productive when I do that. And when I have things, things that I Listed can actually out. see mm-hmm. and they're visual and I can be like, okay, like these are the things I want to do today. Yeah. Um, I'm less easily distracted by my phone or yeah. by watching a TV show or whatever the mm-hmm. case may be. Cause when I'm off, I'm at home all day. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like I, I don't work a normal like nine to five job every day where I'm, I'm going mm-hmm. out of the home, you know? So when yeah. I'm off and I'm home, like during the week, it's very easy for me to just like get in the recliner and like watch a show that I haven't watched in a long time. And before you notice, like yeah. a few hours have gone by, you're like, Oh my yeah. gosh, there's so much I could have done in that day. Yeah. Um, so it's really helpful for me to not only create like a month long calendar, just mm-hmm. kind of know what you have to do that month, you know, what's on certain days, but also to create like an intentional daily type schedule for mm-hmm. myself. It's like, okay, I got to do this and I got to do that and I got to do that. Yeah. If I have them written down, I'm so much more likely mm-hmm. to accomplish those things and do those things. Um, Cause there's just something so rewarding about seeing a list of tasks and just putting that Being able check, to check mark it on off. or cross it off. You're like, yeah. yes. <laughs> I'm um, see, that's where we're different. Like I'm so different in that way. I used to do lists. I enjoy writing. So like mm-hmm. the motion and the feeling of writing things down is satisfying for me. But then I like put the paper away and I never look at it again. Yeah. So like for me, paper, it doesn't motivate me to like actually get things done. I don't know what it is. Like, it's just for me, like paper is not it. So the whiteboard is just better for me. It's literally up on my wall, right where somewhere where I see it every single day, Mm -hmm. I'm able to like quickly write it in or wipe it off if something Mm -hmm. changes. Um, and like things that I would put on a list, like I need to clean, I need to do the dishes today. I need to do some laundry today. Mm -hmm. 
um, where I would put in a list for that full day, it kind of overwhelms me sometimes if I see it in a list and I'm like, fuck, I have all this shit I have to do today. And I don't like the list either because some, I don't know how I'm like, how I'm going to feel when I wake up the next day Mm -hmm. or if something's going to pop up, if something's going to go longer than I expected or shorter or, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how the day is going to unfold. So to have like a whole list of things that I almost have to do. Yeah. I'm like, no, I don't, this is too much. So if I know that there's things like that, that typically you would put on a list, I will literally just block out a day for it. Like I'll throw it on the calendar. So in between our recording dates or whatever dates, I'll pull it like on a Sunday, which I know, like, I know that Sundays are family days for us. We stay home, we watch football, we eat. Mm -hmm. So I'll be like laundry day. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, and I don't, I don't have a nine to five job either. So when I'm like, most of the time I'm home, I know I have things, specific things that I have to do. So I just like, for me, I just like to have room for movement and mm-hmm. for like things to come in or events or people to hang out with, you know, yeah. things to be planned. And so I don't like to like block off my whole day and like feel like I have to write down all these things. Cause then I feel like I have to do them. And if I don't do them, then I'll feel like shit. Like I'll okay. feel like I failed. So I just, I'll kind of like gather as I'm doing my calendar, all of the smaller things that I know yeah. that I have to do and I'll just block a day for it. Got Laundry it. day, dishes, whatever, yeah. things like that. So that's easier for me. But yeah. yeah, if you're a list person, by all means do yeah. the list. I do know that there is something satisfying about like checking things off, yeah. like you feel accomplished. Um, yeah. but if you beat yourself up for not checking something off like See, me, then, cause then it feels like even though you can move it over tomorrow, like, Oh, I'll just do it tomorrow. It's like. Mm, no because my list isn't complete you know it's just like an OCD yeah. thing for me <laughs> See, and that's funny because I'm totally different than that like even if I don't complete everything on the list I'm like okay I can see like, okay I got some stuff done mm-hmm. like I go into it with the mindset knowing okay I probably won't get every single one mm-hmm. of these things done but it's just kind of and like I like that list will just kind of like carry on to the yeah. next day so say I have four days off mm-hmm. and I write a list of all the things I need to do and only get two of them done today great I got two got, of them yeah Tomorrow, three more days I'll do a couple more yeah. um but if I don't have that list because I create a lot of social media content um and you know just for work I travel so like when I'm home like I just want to like yeah exactly sometimes you won't wake up days like Um, that and so I find when I don't have any kind of list I end up putting on Gilmore Girls (laughs) and before I know it oh shit it's five o'clock I gotta cook dinner for Charlie when he gets home and then I feel shitty about myself because I'm like like, I I haven't done anything all day nothing today Mm -hmm. I have days Um, like that sometimes too but then I'm like you know what I needed it so I I deserve this day so if I have a list of things I need to do and even if I'm like okay I I only did one of them Mm -hmm. and I checked it off I'm like at least I did something (laughs) yeah something I accomplished something Uh I got one thing off on my to-do list whereas on the other hand if I don't make a list yeah. More than likely, I probably won't do a whole lot that day. Mm-hmm. I'll, like, film a couple reels, mm-hmm. watch a show. Because I do this, like, okay, I'm eating lunch, so I'm going to sit in the chair and watch a show while I eat my lunch. And then I might watch another episode. Yeah. And then I just find that I'm, like, way less productive. Yeah. Um, if I don't have a list. Mm-hmm. But that's just how I'm wired. Yeah. I'm like, like, you should see how I grocery shop. It's... I was just going to bring up grocery shopping, too, because in my head, like, most of the time, I just put a list on my phone, in my notes, I'll write down the few things that I need. A lot of the time, I don't do a list at all, but I felt like, I was just, like, telling myself that lists are necessary, or lists will make Mm -hmm. things better or easier, so I would always write a list, and Dean always laughs at me, because he'd, like, see me writing a list, and he's like, why are you doing that? 
you know you're not gonna use it like and I'll write it down and then I'll like get ready get the kids ready and then I fucking forgot the list at home so it's like I just wasted time you know writing a list which is why I've started I've like moved to my phone if I genuinely can't remember if I think I'm not gonna remember these things like I'll write a list but I just Yeah. yeah most of the time I just wing it I go with what I feel I'm like this looks good what do we feel like for dinner tonight? And what might we feel like tomorrow? Let's just grab a little bit of everything. (laughs) I write a list and not only do I write my grocery list when I, when I'm writing it, I write it based on my path Mm -hmm. through the grocery store. Yo, that's a different level. Yeah. (laughs) I always joke and I was like, if every, like everybody has one serial killer trait and it's like, that's yours (laughs) because it's like, if you ever became a serial killer, when the news would report about you, or when people, like, even if it's 50 years on the road, when yeah. they would find out something about you, <laughs> it would be like, you know what? That should have been a warning. That was a red flag. <laughs> Mine is the way I grocery shop. That's crazy. Um, because when I make my list, like, not only do, like, I group things together, so it's like all my vegetables are together, mm-hmm. or my meats are together, whatever. And based on how that gets written on my list is like when I go into the grocery store, I'm like, okay, I hit the vegetable section first. So like I'll write all my vegetables there. Mm-hmm. And then straight from there, I get to the meat, mm-hmm. right? And so then I'll write my meats down. That's and then I go funny. to the dairy and then I'll write my dairy down. And if there's anything in the middle, I usually hit that at the very end. I try and stay yeah. like out of the middle of the grocery store. Yeah, because that's the perimeter. Mm-hmm. Um, but not only that, okay, you ready? This is where it gets real serial killer-esque. When I put my groceries on the grocery belt, they get put together based on what goes where when in you my get kitchen. Home. Yo. <laughs> so that way, all of the things that go in this drawer in my refrigerator are in the same bag. So I take that bag and then just plop it right where it goes. And I get another bag. Those these go in the same counter or in the same cupboard. So I pop them in there. Yeah. That is yep. Yep. Pretty, honestly, now I feel like shit. Like, if I, if we I, all need to get on Michelle's level with grocery shopping. That, like, oh, geez, you can ask Charlie. <laughs> I, going to the grocery store without a plan gives me anxiety. I'm like, Dean like, too. We'll That's go, why he doesn't like going shopping we'll, with me. Because we'll go in and Charlie's a browser. Like, me too. We'll go in and he'll be like, okay, what do you want for the week? I'm like, I have I a plan. Know. I'm like, I, I didn't write a list before we came here. I'm like, you. this was a surprise grocery visit. You just dropped this on me. You just me. dropped it on me. Like, we were going to Zizi's house, and you pull into the grocery store on the way home, and I'm not prepared. I'm not prepared. That's funny. I also find when I do that, my grocery bill is a fraction of the cost. Yeah. Because I think about, okay, these are the meals that I'm going to have on every mm-hmm. day. And I get the recipe or however yeah. I want to make it. I buy exactly that. My grocery bill is on average 40 to to $100 less uh-huh. than when we just go in and be like, okay, well, that sounds good. We'll yeah. get that and then we'll get that. Yeah. It saves that makes me sense. so much money. Okay, yeah. So we all need to get on Michelle's grocery shopping <laughs> level. <laughs> we are doing it wrong, guys. <laughs> I'm not doing it wrong. I just am weird. <laughs> no, I like that. But yeah, so create a calendar, whichever that looks like yeah. for you, whether it's lists um, or a monthly calendar, whatever it is, but just kind of plan, just have some sort of plan, Mm -hmm. you know, and leave room for changes and new opportunities for things to come in. So I like that. I think that's a really good, like first tip. It's a good, like foundation to lay for everything else. Yeah. And even if you have to start small and you're just like, 
this week. Like, what am I doing? Like, and, and not this even next so week? much, not even that big, but just putting something down somewhere that you're going to be intentional, even if it's for like going for a walk, right? Mm-hmm. Like, just something as small as like, okay. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, yeah. I'm going to get up and go for a walk. And just write that down somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know what? You don't always have to plan your whole month out or mm-hmm. your day out. But even or even if it's just like, okay, on, you know, for 10 minutes when I wake up, I'm going to go outside. I'm going to stand out there and I'm just going to kind of ground and, you mm-hmm. know, just kind of be in the sun. Like even if you just write something so small like that or mm-hmm. Tuesdays. Not going on social media. So yeah. right on your calendar, on Tuesday, yeah. November, no whatever, media. no social media. Yeah. It could just be something as small as that to just start getting you in the habit of being intentional and accountable with For your time. For your time. Yeah, 100%. Um, so number two, which uh, the grocery thing was <laughs> a perfect segue into this one, is budget. Yeah. So Budgets are hard. They are hard. But so I think the idea of them are hard. Right. I think, again, because of all the programming and the Mm -hmm. consumerism that is like pushed on us, budgeting is something that not a lot of people do. But the people who do do it know how like simple it is. And that's why there's tons of books and Mm -hmm. um, everything on it. So for Dean and I, we didn't really ever budget in the way that I think budgeting is like meant to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think this is how a lot of people budget is like. They get their bills together. Mm-hmm. You know, they know how much rent is. They know how much their car payment is. They know how much their phone bill is. And they know when those things come out or when they're due. Mm-hmm. And then, and that's that. And it's like, yeah. whatever's left over is what's left over. And mm-hmm. I'll figure out what I feel like doing with that when yeah. it's there. Um, that is not a good way to do things. It's not. That's, that's how <laughs> That is the worst way to do things. And that's, that's what, budget, yeah, that's what we, what we did for a really long time. And I actually, um, was gifted David, I was going to say Gordon Ramsay, Dave Ramsey. <laughs> Dave Ramsey's book, um, the total money makeover. And once I read that, I completely looked at finances and debt and credit in a completely different mm-hmm. way. Um, and that's what kind of pushed us to budget differently. Mm-hmm. So I think a budget is really important and it's it's scary. It's like stressful to think about, especially if you feel like you already don't have a lot of money left over, mm-hmm. which is exactly what we felt. Um, like having the conversation to budget was not fun. It was just kind of like, like, why? Why are we budgeting? We don't even, there's no yeah. point. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think it's really important to take accountability for what will be left over, Mm -hmm. right? The bills we know are going to come out. They have to come out. Those are most of the time, those things are necessity. Um, if they're not budgeting is a way to look at and be accountable for the Mm -hmm. things that you are paying for that you don't need to be paying for. Right. Like, um, I canceled my car wash, um, my car wash membership this morning. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, okay, Although when I did it, it was a good idea. I'm like, I like one kids love car washes. The car washes are fun. They're always asking for them. So like, why am I going to pay for it every time they want to do it? Right. Um, I drive by the car wash every day when I take Andre to and from school. So it's right there. And if I'm paying for like a good car wash, a good car wash is like 15 bucks. 
right? So if I get two car washes a month, that's 30 bucks. The third, the, the, the membership was $30. Mm-hmm. So in my eyes, I was like, I'll come every day if I have to, like just to get my money's worth. But the reality of it is that I'm not there every single day. If I even go, I mean, I get my money's worth if I go twice a week, whatever. But in all reality, it's a waste of $30 mm-hmm. because we have a bucket and soap and a hose at home mm-hmm. that will save us that $30 that could go somewhere else mm-hmm. and create memories and bonding time with mm-hmm. the kids, right? Yeah. So that was my trade-off this morning. I was thinking about it, and I was like, that's just not something that we necessarily need. And I feel like... Something that need versus want. Yeah. Those things are hard to see if you're just, like, caught up in the day-to-day and you just... you're Most people's bills get taken out automatically. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, yeah, it's this like, is this mind. is what I wanted in the moment. I got it. It already gets taken out every month, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just leave it. But so if you're budgeting and you're genuinely sitting down and writing down everything that is owed and then everything that you have left over, it might be stressful at first to see how little you have left over, mm-hmm. but it really gets you it gives you the opportunity to look at all the things that you're paying and being yeah. like, okay, do I really need this? Mm-hmm. Or do is this more of a want and I could yeah. live without it? Um, and just making those small little changes will gradually put money back into that yeah. leftover column. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a tip from the book that I got from that leftover column is to always zero everything out. Like, and be intentional with where your money is going. I think a lot of people... Dean included, like, Dean's 100%, like, I want freedom with the money, right? It's Mm -hmm. like, I don't want, I don't want to say that this money is going anywhere. I just want it to, like, be there as a cushion. Um, But it's important to tell your money what to do instead of Mm -hmm. your money telling you what to do. And I remember hearing that in the book. That's a good quote. I like that. Yeah. Um, So even if Worst case scenario, you have $20 left over after all of your bills. Don't just be like, okay, there's my $20. Like, I'll friggin' get Chick-fil-A if I feel like it on Tuesday. Right. Right. Be like, okay, this is these are the things that I have to pay. Like, now look at what you need. If there's anything left over that you need. Like, I need toilet paper. Okay, mm-hmm. so how much is toilet paper? Toilet paper will be 10 bucks. So that means I have $10 left over. Mm-hmm. So that $10 can go to Chick-fil-A if I want Chick-fil-A, mm-hmm. right? So now you've budgeted, you have all of your needs done, mm-hmm. cared for, and then you have a want mm-hmm. that's not necessary, right? Yeah. And so I think that's what did it for me was like, we have zero. Like at the end of the budget, you have zero, mm-hmm. but you can look at, you have a list, which you would like because you mm-hmm. like lists. You have literally everything listed out. And even though you see zero right there, when you're looking at the list, it make it gives you like a feeling of comfort because you're like everything that's necessity is done. Yeah. And then whatever is not like the Chick-fil-A, right? That's like, okay, that's $10 right there that either I can use that for what I, what I wrote down mm-hmm. as like a want a day that if I feel like I want that, I can get that. Like that's budgeted for me. Now yeah. I'm, I'm like rewarding myself, whatever. Yeah. Or if something comes up, Mind you, it's not a lot, right? This is just an example. But if something comes up, that was a want. It's not a need. So now I can move that $10 yeah. somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those are some tips. That's what yeah, that's, I think that's really, really helpful. Tips. And even though, especially in times like that, like I remember when we started that, it really didn't feel like 
again, like it was just not a conversation that he, neither of us enjoyed having. And we were like, this is probably just going to make us feel worse. But we forced ourselves to do it every single time it was payday. We sat down and we rebudgeted. So most people get paid twice a month, right? Mm -hmm. So you'll, and there's certain bills that come out on, like for us, there's certain bills that come out first paycheck, certain bills that come out second paycheck. Um, So we would like rebudget. You sit down, you have a budget for that specific paycheck. Um, and then you, when that next paycheck comes in, rebudget, reassess. A lot of the time, excuse me, ski. <laughs> a lot of the time, because you're being intentional with your money, things end up better than, mm-hmm. than you expected. Yeah. Um, it's kind of just crazy to like think, to talk about like, mm-hmm. but money comes from places that you never expected yeah. when you're budgeting because you're being intentional and you're being mm-hmm. responsible. Um, things might be less than you expected. You budgeted $50 for something that really actually only was $30. So now you have that extra $20. Mm-hmm. So when you're budgeting that next round, you find that like you have a lot more you, yeah. added on to the paycheck. Mm-hmm. You know, when in reality, when you would not budget... All you, all you had was that paycheck. Yeah. But now because you budgeted and you were responsible and intentional, mm-hmm. money has flowed from yeah. the previous weeks into this week. Yeah. So that was really, really helpful for us. And it actually um, allowed us to create a savings account that we were never able to create before mm-hmm. budgeting um, and pay off debts. And that yeah. was that was really the most exciting thing for us because there was like debts that we've had for a pretty long time that we really just never we thought we never had the money to pay mm-hmm. um but once we started budgeting the money appeared and allowed mm-hmm. us to pay those things and then like to be able to cross those things off the list yeah. and be like fuck we literally never have to worry about this shit again mm-hmm. it's just really feels really really good yeah that's awesome those are really really great tips thank you i might have to read that book that i good. can lend it to you yeah that would be awesome it's funny because i Charlie and I don't really budget either, um, but at the same time, I, like, I know, like, I always write down, like, what my bills are, yeah. what I have going out, mm-hmm. things like that, um, but I kind of have felt, never felt the need to budget, because I'm just one of those people, I don't consume a lot, like, I yeah. don't buy yeah. a lot of stuff, um, there are times where, like, I'll need to I or mm-hmm. I kind of have that month where I'm like okay I'm <laughs> this freaking dog is driving me nuts we can take a break do you want to take a potty and then come yeah, back we'll take a break okay pause <laughs> those are really really good tips a lot of things that I've never even really thought about money or budgeting that way before mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to read that book what was it called um the total money makeover total by Dave Ramsey money makeover if you haven't read that, just from the little tidbits that I've heard from book, yeah, I encourage you to read it. I think I'm going to read it. Um, I think there's a lot of benefit that you can pull from that book. Yeah, those were just like some some of the ones off the top of my head yeah. that were the most like simple and easiest yeah. to do. But there's so much more in there, like about oh, debt yeah. and credit yeah. and things like that. That's really Paying important. Debt, yeah. yeah. Very cool. Um, so our next point that we're going to do is read something every 
day. I love this one. And it's one thing I've never done my whole life. Mm-hmm. I always hated reading. I don't know why I was like, I just hate reading. It puts yeah. me to sleep. But recently I've started finding books that give me, that teach me something. Yeah. Whether it be about nutrition, about self-reliance, mm-hmm. homesteading, survival skills, whatever the case may be. Um, I started reading books intentionally that are teaching me something or teaching me a skill or yeah. knowledge that I want that's going to kind of help, you know, get me to reach my goal. And I find, and I found out when I read those things, I actually like reading. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I could just read for pure, like, entertainment or yeah. enjoyment. I think for me that'd be boring. Um, but I've started reading every day. And it's crazy how much you do end up reading and just how much knowledge yeah. you start to gain. Yeah, I feel gain. Like you feel so much more educated yeah. when you just read something every day. And yeah. so when I wrote this down, I wrote something in all caps mm-hmm. because I didn't even necessarily mean like a book, right? And right. I, I know that like most people, I wanted to say something specifically too because I was like not social media posts. Yes. Like read something not on a screen, Right? Even mm-hmm. if, like, you don't have a book, you don't enjoy reading books, like, when you're sitting down at the table eating breakfast, like, read the back of the cereal box. Read the mm-hmm. ingredients of the things yeah. that you're eating, right? Even if you're not reading a book, if you're reading the back of something that you're eating, you'll learn something. Mm-hmm. You'll be like, oh, shit, I didn't know that was in there. Or you'll be like, what? I don't I don't even know how to pronounce that. Like, what is that? Yeah. And it might lead you to researching what Mm -hmm. it is and fucking boom there you go you've learned something for the day so that was really like my intention with with this tip was to learn something every day so but the best way to learn something is by reading yes obviously you can we've just you've just learned something here having a conversation with me right Mm -hmm. but because of anti-social distancing (laughs) most people aren't communicating much with people and I find that because of social media, when people do hang out, it's very, like, surface-type mm-hmm. um, conversations. Yeah. And it's hard for people to bring a lot of value to relationships. Mm-hmm. And that's because everybody is so um, locked into the same shit. Yeah. You know? So if Absolutely. That's an amazing tip alone to just be more interesting in mm-hmm. your relationships. Like you've, you've read something every day and you've learned, that means you've learned something every day. So mm-hmm. the next time you hang out with somebody, you have all of this knowledge and all of this value to bring mm-hmm. to teach somebody else something. Yeah. So I think that's super dope too. Yeah. Um, and I also like, so when you, when you want to learn something, what is the first thing that we always do, right? We go to YouTube, mm-hmm. which, and that's a or great Google t- or Google, mm-hmm. right? Like that's a great tool. Don't get me wrong. That's super great. But there's something that I have loved so much. Well, we're going to use homesteading mm-hmm. and self-reliance as an example, because this is a very new concept for me. Well, it was new two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew nothing about it. So what did I do? I found a few people that live that lifestyle and I got some book recommendations. And now, can I read articles and YouTube videos about mm-hmm. homesteading and self-reliance online? Yes. Do I? Yes. Mm-hmm. But there's been something so cool about finding books yeah. that I can learn from and that were interesting and are about topics that I want to gain skills and knowledge in. 
and buying that physical book and sitting down yeah. and being intentional and like exactly. touching the pages, touching like, the yeah, pages, being able to look at the book yes. wherever you put it down. Yeah, that's I what... have gained so much more from that. And to me, it's so much more intentional mm-hmm. um, than just like, okay, pulling up an article on Google and just and kind of And it's so much easier to be distracted that way too, right? You're yes. already, your phone is in front of your face. You're scrolling through the mm-hmm. article that you're reading you get bored with the article and then you're like, or a notification pops up as you're reading the article and you see that mm-hmm. shit and you click on it and then next thing you know, you're on Instagram. Yeah. So and I like when you're reading so much more in depth yeah, too. When you're reading something that will be one of the times that you're like, mm-hmm. I'm going to put my phone down. Yeah. 10 minutes. Like even if that's it, 10 minutes a day, read something for 10 minutes a day, put yeah. your fucking phone down for 10 minutes, mm-hmm. put it away, yeah. turn the upside down, turn that shit off. Like, you're not going to die, you know, 10 minutes. Even if your spouse is messaging you, like, they'll be good for 10 minutes. (laughs) Just read something and stay off your phone for 10 minutes and you will be surprised at the amount of knowledge that you gain in not only just that one session, but, like, if you just do that 10 minutes for an entire month. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that's really important is just to read something every day. One, I think that... Our brains are being lazy. They are. Right? Mm-hmm. We, I had a conversation with Dean about this too. It was like we were th- kind of thinking about all of the things that we used to do like when we were in high school. And it's like now it seems like we kind of, most people, right, who do the rat race, like wake up, go to work for fucking seven, eight hours a day drive home in traffic for another hour, two hours, Mm -hmm. go home and like sit on social media while they eat something or watch Netflix and pass the fuck out. Mm -hmm. There's no, nothing, nothing of value. It's just like same thing every day. Your brain Mm -hmm. is not doing anything new. So I think we, and like in high school and we're tired, right? We're tired as we go to bed. We're tired when we wake up. Um, I mean, obviously all the blue light and shit, but Mm -hmm. like, we're also not training our brains to Mm -hmm. do anything else. Yeah. In high school, we would wake up, we would eat breakfast, we'd go to school. First fucking thing in school, we'd have to start, we'd open up our books, start reading, mm-hmm. like doing math problems, doing yeah. science. Like our brains were being worked, mm-hmm. even though it was not, it's traditional education, right? So obviously we have our thoughts about that, but right. still our brains were being yes. trained to do different things. Yes. We had to think about math and then think about science. Like think, yeah. our brains were thinking, mm-hmm. our brains were reading watching, doing all different types of things. So I think um, our brains are just getting used to being lazy and doing the same thing. And like the only thing we're doing is scrolling and it's just the blue light all the time. So to kind of like genuinely just step away from that and like Mm -hmm. open up a fucking book with paper pages and read something, even if it, again, if it's not something like if you're not interested in like learning something new, which is kind of I feel like you should be. You should always be right. interested in trying to improve and level up and learn Even something new. But if you just want to escape, yeah, yeah, if you just want to escape and read fucking Harry Potter because that yeah. makes you feel good, like, good, then that at least gets your, like, imagination flowing again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so whatever it is that you want to read, I just think it's important to read something every day and find something that you either enjoy already, something that you're really passionate about, that you might know a lot yeah. about. There's always more to learn. Yeah. Um, so find something like that that you're passionate about, that you love, that you know a lot about already, and continue to learn and grow that craft yeah. and that knowledge. Or 
find something that you completely know nothing about mm-hmm. and expand, yeah. become better yeah. and add something to your yeah. freaking portfolio that you can yeah. say that you know more about now. Absolutely. Well, and here's a really good thing to think about. And I just kind of thought of this as we were talking, you know, why do we read to kids? Why do we read them bedtime stories? Why do they have reading time where the teacher reads to them? You know, that's on purpose. It is to help develop their brains. It's to help them with reading skills to create those neural pathways between what they're seeing and what their brain is comprehending Mm -hmm. and what they are hearing um, to look at pictures and have that visual stimulation. Mm you know, but we, as we get older, we stop that. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think there's so many things that we do as kids to help our development that don't need to stop as we get older. Yeah. Um, you know, I think a lot of times when you look at elderly people, when you start to see them decline drastically mentally, it's when they stop doing things. Exactly. They stop working their brains. We yeah. need to keep working our brains. And challenging our brain. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like working out, right? Your muscles if you stop working them out and you become a vegetable on the couch, they're going to atrophy and they're yeah. going to deteriorate and you're not going to be able to use yeah. them anymore. They're, the brain is not any different. We need to continually work it yeah. and strengthen it. And reading a physical book of any kind or even mm-hmm. just a physical thing yeah. that's not our phone. Yeah. Like you said, the yeah. back of a cereal box. Yeah. I never thought about that. Mm-hmm. Like that's... Imagine if you had kids, right? Yeah. And you sit down at breakfast and you say, okay, Samantha, uh-huh. you read the ingredients on the back of this list. Okay, yeah. now you read these ones. Okay, let's yeah. have a conversation. You know yeah. what I mean? Just something as simple as that. Like, that's mm-hmm. such a freaking And that cause that, that will make them ask questions. Make you know them ask I mean? questions. What is this? Teach and then them if you don't know, skills. that's an opportunity for you to learn something and also teach your kids something. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, and I do realize too, like with social media, because social media is so big and we've had this conversation too in our last podcast, like a lot of people are influencing, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's their job to post something every single day, twice a day, whatnot, whatever. Um, it can be really easy to get uninspired mm-hmm. and just not know what the fuck to say. You have no caption. You're like, I am out. I'm mm-hmm. out of ideas. Yeah. I'm out of clever quotes. Like, I don't want to just go on Google and be like, oh, it's the best Instagram, you know, mm-hmm. reading even for those 10 minutes brings you inspiration. Yeah. Like you'll read something and you'll, you'll create a whole idea or mm-hmm. like a bring back a memory from the past yeah. that you can totally use yeah. as a freaking caption or, yeah. you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think that's what helped me a lot too. when I was like doing like multi-level marketing, you know, posting for products and stuff is like it's hard you don't want to just be posting what everybody else is posting or you know seem fake so that Mm -hmm. was for me like meditating and reading would Mm -hmm. like I had to read either it was either knowledge about the products Mm -hmm. or um self-help like inspirational and um self-development books that like Mm -hmm. opens up your ideas of oh who am I or like where Mm -hmm. where did I come from why am I like this and it gets you and then you're able to offer value. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know what I mean? You've brought yourself value and now you're able to share value yeah. and bring value to other people's lives too. Yeah. Like I said, I was never a reader. I never read outside of what I had to read for school. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I've gotten older and I've become someone who intentionally reads, even if it's just a little bit or whatever the case may be, 
um, one, I found that I actually enjoy it. Like mm-hmm. I've had a few books where I've read and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just don't want to put it down. Like yeah. I want to read the next page and the next page. And I never thought I was one of those yeah. people. Um, but not only that, just the value mm-hmm. that reading has brought just my daily life, yeah. my mental state. Um, it, it's, just, it's crazy the benefits of reading. Yeah. And I remember a post that you made that was like when you, um, had switched your Instagram handle over mm-hmm. from what it used to be to what it is now. Um, and you explicitly had said like, I don't know everything about homesteading mm-hmm. or preparedness or any of these things, but I am open to learning and I'm mm-hmm. reading every day and I'm learning and I'm willing to share with you guys. Whatever, right. Yeah. So that's like, that leaves so much open for mm-hmm. your for your social media like mm-hmm. you're you're not presenting yourself as, some, as somebody who knows yeah. everything like you're mm-hmm. real and you're saying like I don't know everything yeah. but this is something that I do want to be yeah. really extremely knowledgeable in so this is what I'm doing and I'm sharing mm-hmm. it with you and you can do it as well yeah you, it's crazy because so I was looking the other day and just kind of like you're in, like just looking at my posts and insights and like what has gotten the most like mm-hmm. views and attractions and things like that the craziest thing is, is I made a post and it was about, I think I had like four or five book recommendations. They were book I, I screenshotted all of those. I was like, I'm keeping those. It had, I, it had hundreds upon hundreds mm-hmm. of likes. It had hundreds of saves, yeah. hundreds of shares. Mm-hmm. And that just goes to show... You know, we are craving yeah. learning. We're craving reading. We're craving and things of value. Yeah, of like value. although the media and propaganda mm-hmm. and the way that things are played out is showing yeah. is trying to make us seem like you have to be showing your ass and titties all the time to get yeah. you know all the views and all mm-hmm. the likes. There is a huge amount of people out there that are sick of that and tired yeah. of that and just genuinely craving something that's going to make their lives better or yeah. you know what I mean? And yeah. give them some sort of knowledge and purpose. Yeah. So yeah. reading uh, just this one step alone will like completely change everything. Exactly. Yeah. I like, I love that idea of like yeah. read something yeah. every day. It's such a good thing to do in your life. Yeah. All right. And then the next one that we have here is move your body every yes. day, which, yes. oh my gosh, this one is so, so vital. So important. Because I can't remember the quote, but I've seen something along the lines of when, like, it's something like when movement stops or whatever, then you're dead, mm-hmm. right? Something that signals being alive yeah. is, it's, is it's moving. Yeah. And I think that's so, you know, perfect for us as humans and this whole topic of moving your body every day because... You know, when you look at a hospital or you work, look at a hospice center or, um, you know, just with elderly people, when movement stops, mm-hmm. living stops. Yeah. Like, and you, when you walk into a place like that, you can feel it, right? Yeah. Everything is energy. And so when all movement has ceased to exist and you walk in somewhere like that, it just doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. You know, it feels eerie. It feels scary. Yeah. It kind of feels like, mm. Yeah. I think... To me, and now this is not like a scientific thing, even though it could be. Mm-hmm. Um, I more, I mean it just more in kind of like a metaphor way, just my personal belief. Like movement is the source of life. Yeah. Um, like you know, <laughs> my dog. I swear he's like <laughs> going through a terrible two stage, 
and we don't have a high-end soundproof studio, so you can just hear them wrestling out there. I'm sorry. Don't mind. Um, but yeah, like I truly think movement is the source of life. If we want to keep living, mm-hmm. um, we need to keep moving. Um, you know, when you look at some of the healthiest people in the world, it's people that are active. Yeah. You know, they're 80, 90 years old, and they're going out running and playing tennis. Why? Yeah. Because they... Exactly. And it feels good. And because like, although that's technically not scientific, like there's plenty of science behind why movement and exercise Mm -hmm. is so good for you and how it triggers the brain and gives you all those good feelings and Mm -hmm. makes you feel happy and confident about yourself. And that allows you to go out into the world and Mm -hmm. create positive change and make other people feel good. So like, there's literally nothing bad about moving your body every day. It's such a simple thing. And there's no specific way. That's why I didn't say like, exercise every day. I didn't say like lift weights every day, just move your body in some way. For me, I absolutely love lifting heavy shit. Like Mm -hmm. there's days where I go, like I'll walk into the gym, you know, we've talked about body image and things like that. And it's something that I do still struggle with here and there. So like sometimes I will walk into the gym and I'll see, you know, somebody else that's like more fit or more Mm -hmm. thin. Um, but as I'm lifting, like I'll pick up a weight, a dumbbell, whatever. And like that all goes away. I, it's kind of, it's just weird for me. And I, and I, it reminds me that I'm not in there to look better than anybody else or like mm-hmm. look a certain way. I just, gen, I, I want to be the strongest bitch in there. Like yeah. I, it's for me, it's my body. I want to like push my body mm-hmm. and see how strong I can be. Yeah. And that makes me feel really good. Yeah. So I think that it's really just about finding what makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, I love sports. Like I love playing sports. Mm-hmm. Um, Yoga is a good way, yeah. you know, for movement. Um, you know, well, literally whatever, whatever yeah. just feels good. And it doesn't have to be for an hour or two hours, which sometimes yeah. our workouts are. But you know what I mean? Just make some sort of effort to be yeah. active in some way yeah. every single day. Yeah. And I want to make a point, you know, because obviously to go to work or to make dinner, right? Mm-hmm. You do move your body. But I want to emphasize intentionally yeah. move your body yeah. move your body for the sole purpose yeah. to move yeah. it right even if it, dancing dancing right dance for, for ten, or, while you're work while you're cooking dinner and if everything's yeah. in the oven like yeah more than just everyday mundane you yeah. gotta put one foot in front of the other to yeah. accomplish a task no be move intentional it intentionally it, something i've started doing that i really really like and it kind of combines a couple different health benefits one is grounding mm-hmm. two is just absorbing that vitamin d and kind of resetting um your like circadian rhythm with yeah like sunrise sunset that kind of thing i started getting up in the morning and i go outside mm. and i'm barefoot and i just stand there i look at the sun and I just kind of like will bring my arms up. Yeah. Kind of like what they do in yoga, right? Yeah. Bring your arms up, bring them down, take deep breaths, maybe like bend down and stretch. Yeah. And I just, it's literally, I'm out there for no more than two, two mm-hmm. or three minutes, but just standing outside, getting that sunlight yeah. and just breathing and moving my arms. Yeah. Just kind of like sets the tone for my day. And I feel so good when I walk inside. Even if it's something where you just, you know, you get up. And you intentionally stretch. Yeah, right. All stretching. I remember Something when I as was simple as that. Yeah, when I was making lists and I was trying really hard to like plan out my day because I do need some sort of like structure mm-hmm. in order to be productive, as productive mm-hmm. as I want to be. Um, 
and I was writing out the things that I needed to do or wanted to do for the day to accomplish, stretching was the very first thing. Mm-hmm. Like, upon waking, instantly, I'm grateful for waking up and being alive today, and I'm going to stretch my body. Yeah. You know, so you've slept all night, that. you're tight, stretch, get the blood flowing, mm-hmm. and then from there, do whatever you have to do next. Yeah. So, like, even just five, ten minutes of stretching every day yeah. will completely change everything. Exactly. Yeah. It's so important to in- intentionally move your body mm-hmm. every single day. Yeah. Um, and what you were just talking about, about being outside, brings us into our fifth yeah. um, easy task, which was spend time in nature and practice mindfulness. Yeah. So I think that's kind of what I do. Yeah. Like why I do that every morning. Yeah. I think that we forget how vital and mm-hmm. important and precious the sun is yes. for our freaking bodies We're and our minds and our spirits. It. Yeah. Um dude, just fucking go outside. Go outside five, ten yeah. minutes a day. Like if you work an office job for eight hours a day on your lunch break go outside outside, just sit there for a minute take a Mm -hmm. breather eat your lunch outside like you y'all got to get outside Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's so important um and i know like for grounding for me a lot of people like baths right i think that's what a lot of people do is like do baths they do like they have their crystals or whatever which Mm -hmm. i do love to do that too but like with kids it's just bath times really not <laughs> by the time it's everyone's by the time everyone is asleep like I'm too tired for a bath yeah. um so and I know a lot of people some people judge me for this but like I love being barefoot mm-hmm. I absolutely Same. love it I've been barefoot since I was a little girl mm-hmm. my feet were always black and they still are because yeah. if I can go somewhere with no shoes I'm yeah. going with no shoes yeah um like, I hate, I just hate my feet being covered. I hate socks, mm-hmm. tennis shoes. Like, yep. the only place that I ever wear socks and shoes is the gym. Yeah. And the moment I step foot inside, they're off. Yeah. Um, and my daughter is the same way. <laughs> and people laugh at me. Literally, we were leaving the gym yesterday, and there's a whole ass sidewalk to walk to the car. And she's running through the rocks. Like, I'm like, Aubrey, come here. Like, step on the sidewalk. And she's just running. Like, it doesn't phase her at all. But that's how I am. And your feet... Like that's the, that's the best way Mm -hmm. to physically ground yourself and spiritually ground yourself Mm -hmm. is by having your feet touch the earth. Yes. Dirt, grass, whatever. Like it's so important to do that. And I don't think like mentally people, Mm -hmm. I don't, we're conditioned to think like, oh, dirty germs. Like, no. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, a lot of people look at something like that or when they hear the topic of grounding they're like oh my god that's just a bunch of Mm -hmm. nonsense that's silly that's stupid um but it's so true like have you really just stood outside felt the sun close your eyes quiet Mm -hmm. your mind dude you'll open your eyes 45 seconds later and be like holy shit like i feel good you do (laughs) it it lifts your spirit it lifts your mood Mm -hmm. um and there's also a lot of science behind there are physical benefits to doing it i don't think we give nature enough credit for its healing properties boom right there i love that um you know the earth and this is something I, I personally believe has everything that we need mm-hmm. to be healthy mm-hmm. and fulfilled. Impressive. And we yeah. have become so removed from that. Um, and again, and intentional. Have, yeah. <laughs> That's intentional. You know, so we have become so removed from that. We've become so dependent on modern medicine and whatnot. Um, 
you know, there's a reason people survived thousands and thousands of years without modern medicine. Yeah. Um, you know, it's because the, you know, and I watch a lot of these shows and movies, right? Like one, one that's coming to my mind, um, is like the movie Moana, right? Mm -hmm. And just how, how the earth and nature has so many. Yeah healing properties and beneficial properties and it's just really i feel like the earth and the sun like moving are just like the source of life and longevity and we do everything we can to block nature from impacting our lives Mm -hmm. when in reality we should try and work to become one with it hundred percent i love that yes it's my TED Talk. <laughs> I love that, 100%. That's exactly how I feel. So, yes, get outside, spend some time in nature, and just try to quiet your crazy little mind mm-hmm. for a little bit. You know, we have so mm-hmm. much stress and such a fast-paced yeah. life and yeah. work and bills and all these things that kind of bring us away from yeah. what's important and just having that little speckle of time to just appreciate Mm -hmm. where we are is really important yeah and can make you feel so much better and allow you to go in back into those things with a more clear head and Mm -hmm. able to like deal with those things without being so overwhelmed and stress and anxiety ridden absolutely um and so the last one we have here this one um was kind of new to me i think to be honest when i thought of it it's not something that I've always practiced, but this one I have is um, purge anything that no longer serves you. So I've realized that we create, we accumulate a lot, a mm-hmm. lot of shit. Oh, for sure. A lot of shit over time, which in our society, again, we've talked about very consumer based. You need, you need this. This is the mm-hmm. new, the better, the faster version Mm -hmm. right and it's hard for and the way that they make things now it's like your shit breaks fucking Mm -hmm. four weeks into using it and it's more money to fix it than it is to buy a new one so now you have like four of the same thing in your house Mm -hmm. and it just kind of leads to like a hoarder type why do we have seven tvs in a house exactly stupid one is too much but so this i feel like for me personally, and I, I think a lot of people feel the same way. And even if they don't feel like in the moment that they feel the same way, I guarantee if they took this step and removed the things that they don't need or that are clutter or that they don't use, mm-hmm. they would feel so much better. Oh, like sure. you feel the relief when you get rid of excess shit. Yeah. And it's so funny because I've never understood why. And Charlie always makes fun of me because Charlie is a mild hoarder. <laughs> But, and and I, and until you said that, I feel like I never really made the connection. I, I feel like it always, I've always thought it was just like, oh, orderly, whatever. But clutter uh-huh. gives me anxiety Same. like no other. Uh-huh. And I think it really breaks down to, I'm so internally in touch with like minimalism and getting back to basics and just not wanting access just junk in my life Mm -hmm. um like clutter in a home just just tons of stuff yeah 
I don't even know how to explain how that makes me yeah, feel internally. Same. It's probably why I bake so much. Yeah. Because we have a lot of shit in our house. <laughs> but And just, baking just makes you feel better just, for the it moment. It makes me a little bit. Um, but I think that's so true. And, and I think it's such a bummer because I'm glad that you, you know, framed this topic in the way that you did starting off. Because I think there's something or there's sort of this trend on social media where it's sort of like, oh, if it doesn't serve you, get rid of it. Um, If a relationship with someone isn't serving me, I'm getting rid of it. Mm -hmm. And to me, that sort of mentality comes from a very, like, it just has very, like, selfish Selfish, vibes to me. Um, But when you're talking about tangible things, Things, right? yeah. Things, your seven TVs, your four cars, Mm -hmm. your just... Your twelve hundred pa- <laughs> pounds of makeup. Right? Your receipts from two thousand fourteen. Yeah. Your en- right. empty envelopes, like just random shit like that. Yeah. That's... I, I, for me, because when I realized I wanted to go on this journey of self reliance and self sufficiency and that kind of thing, I really realized we have so much in our lives and we accumulate so much of things that are so meaningless Mm -hmm. so useless and it's just pure consumer driven Mm -hmm. we think we need but in reality we don't need it most of the time we don't even want it but we just think we want it and then they make you want the next one so then you're just kind of always buying more and searching for this sense of what you think that thing is going to give you when reality it's just giving you anxiety because now you have 12 of them Right, and then when it breaks... Four of them are broken, three of them are out of date, two of them don't have the right software to... You know, it's just like... I think it's about being intentional with the things that we buy in our life, the mm -hmm. things that we bring into our life, and not from a, you know, entitled, selfish perspective, which I think you see a lot on social media when you kind of Mm -hmm. hear this conversation bring up, and I see reels about it all the time. Um, and it's like, if this conversation no longer serves me, mm-hmm. I don't have time for it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, you don't know that it doesn't serve you. But I think when it comes to, like, tangible things in your life, just be intentional with what you do and with what you buy. And yeah. What, what you gift, you honestly, surround. too. Yeah, I just that. thought about that when yeah. you said what you buy. I'm like, what you gift is really important, too. Mm-hmm. Be intentional with the things that you give people. Mm-hmm. Um I just love that one. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, like, on a whole nother, like, level right now thinking about that. And I feel like what you give somebody, gift, whatever, give, gift, somebody could change their life. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, when we were talking about budgeting, that book was a gift. And mm-hmm. when I very first opened it, at f- my ego instantly was, like... You really got me a book about fucking budgeting. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> okay, like, should I be offended right now? Like, <laughs> I don't even talk to you about my money situation. Like, yeah. why did you give this to me? Yeah. And it was really, like, a conversation between my ego and my spirit. And I was like, my ego was really, like, hurt by that. And I was like, I don't, I genuinely, like, don't even know who you are to give this to me. And I, it took me a couple days. I think it was, like, a week I didn't touch it. Mm-hmm. And then I looked at it and I was like, okay, let's pause for a second and stop being like, stop mm-hmm. being like that. What if you just read the book? Yeah. Right? Be grateful that somebody got you a book. Like these people are older than you. Maybe they know something that you don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, not everything is what it seems. Yeah. 
when it first happens. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it literally just took me a minute to like step back, think about the positive intentions. Like Mm -hmm. what if this genuinely, like what if this book was gifted to them and it changed their life and they were like, I want to change somebody else's life. Mm -hmm. And it had zero bad energy or intention at all. Yeah. And that's literally what went through my head. So I was like, okay, fuck it. I'm going to read it. Mm-hmm. Read it and it changed my fucking life. You yeah. know? So I feel like the things that you gift people should be with intention too. Yeah. Right? If, you know, when kids have birthdays and you come to their birthday parties and like you're just buying them shit plastic toys that are going to mm-hmm. break. Like give these kids like something that's important. Something that's going to give them knowledge or bring them, you know, joy and a m- more of a deeper meaning than yeah. just like that 20 minute play session that they're going to have. So I feel like that's really, that's really important too. Yeah. Um, and like with the clutter thing, um, I, when you were talking, I was just reminded me that I always tell people and I feel like people think I'm crazy for it, but like, I like my house to look unlived in, you know, like I don't, (laughs) it's especially with kids, it's, it's hard, but like, I just, I don't, like anything like when Mm -hmm. I'm cleaning I want I want I basically want it to look staged Mm -hmm. it's not like better homes and gardens looking but I just don't like I don't like excess shit anywhere and I minimalism was never something that I thought about until I started like seeing somebody that I know lean into that Mm -hmm. and start reading more books about it and like start posting more about it. Mm-hmm. And then I realized uh, the things that she was saying and like the emotions that she, that were coming up with when she did get rid of things and like the minimal amount of things that she had, um, and tips and tricks to, to, to be able to like walk through that and how it, how it looked for her and her kids really like resonated with me. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, after I, again, had to take a step back and kind of look at the life that I've lived and just all of the the people that I've been around, the people that I've lived with, um, and look at the things that are presented to me on a daily basis, propaganda and social media and TV and movie wise, kind of telling us that this is this is what you want. Like you want the biggest house, the best, the best. You need you don't need the best car. You need five of the best cars, right? Um, and that's kind of like what everybody shoots for is the most, the most of everything. And I was definitely in that mindset for, like, the longest time. Like, that's just kind of what you feel like you need to to fit in or to feel successful. Um, but the just the idea of, like, looking at everything that you have in your house and being like, do I use it? Like, have I touched this in the last six months? If I haven't touched it or worn it, In the last six months, why is it here? Mm -hmm. Right? Somebody else could be using this. Mm -hmm. Somebody else could be getting way more value out of this than I am. It's taking up space in my house and not allowing for new, better things to come in. So I think that especially, again, like I don't think that people really think about all of the things they have. Like they think I need this or I'm going to need it in. in, Mm -hmm. I might need it later on, so I'm going to keep it. And then you really never end up touching it. Yeah. Um, so you kind of just like live your day to day and you just Mm -hmm. have your things and you're excited. I have my things if I need it for a rainy day. Um, but if you really got rid of the things that you have not touched in at least six months, Mm -hmm. you just feel lighter. Like you're like, I have so much, like, there's just so much more energy open for new things that might serve you better than the old Mm -hmm. things that you really haven't touched. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And 
So this was last year. I seen someone doing this. They posted about it, um, I think on Instagram or whatever. And I thought it was such a great idea. Cause one thing I was raised with, my mom never did Christmas lists. She's like, no, I'm not. Mm-hmm. She's like, the point of giving and gifting is not to just buy you what you think you want. Mm-hmm. Um, it's to be intentional, to really think about that person, think about their needs, think about their wants, just think about them. And, you know, when you see something, you're like, oh my God, that would be so amazing for them. Mm-hmm. That's what you get. Yeah. And that's what you gift them. And so that's how I was raised. That's mm-hmm. how my mom always was. Um, and so I seen last year, and this is kind of perfect timing because, you know, we're coming up on the holidays. You know, you, when it comes to gifting for people, instead of just buying them access shit that they're not going to use, they're mm-hmm. not going to whatever they're going to grow out of. Um, I seen this and it's, you buy them something they need something they want, something to wear, and something, something to, to read. read. I was literally and just thinking I thought, about that. I was like, I've never seen that or mm-hmm. heard someone do that. And I read it. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I was like, that's so genius. Mm-hmm. I was like, because, one, it, it makes you be really intentional yeah. um, when it comes to, you know, gifting for that person. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be something of value. It's going to be something mm-hmm. of value. And I was like, that is the greatest mm-hmm. idea. So, like, we did that with the girls last year. Um, it keeps you from, it prevents you from overbuying. Yeah. I was just thinking that I saw that same thing and I was like, I am going to adopt that this yeah. year and like moving forward because mm-hmm. I feel like that's such a good way to make sure that your money is being spent on like valuable things, things yeah. that they're going to use or they're are going to bring them knowledge and purpose and value mm-hmm. um, and keep you from overspending or buying things that are pointless yeah. and will end up in the trash later on anyway yeah I just I thought that I was like that's such a great idea Mm -hmm. um you know because it for me it kind of takes away the whole consumer aspect of what I think Christmas is kind of really yeah came about um you know and you're still in the spirit of giving yeah um but like you said like you're intentional about Mm -hmm. it and you're coming from a place of I want to, you know, gift this person things that are going to bring them value. Yeah, instead of buying things that TV is telling you that you need, you think about this person specifically and what they actually need. Yeah, what Mm -hmm. they need and what's going to benefit their life. And you think about, you know, and my mom's always done that for a long time. Like when I started on kind of like an entrepreneur journey um, for my birthdays and things like that, I can't tell you how many books Mm-hmm. and calendars with inspirational quotes yeah. that I got. You know, she didn't give me junk. She would give me, um, like, a notebook mm-hmm. that I can write my ideas down in. She yeah. would give me a calendar my sister's that I always been that way too. out with. Um, you know, she like, last year she gave me a book. You know, I started really getting into baking and, you know, with homesteading and things like that. So last year she gave me a book that says how to make an income from baking or how to make money yeah. from baking, right? Like, she's so... Super valuable. It's super valuable. It's super intentional. Um, and I just think that we can use more of that in society and as human beings. And I think that it will give, like me personally, like when I gift someone something that I really know is going to impact their life in a positive way, that's so much more meaningful and like just fills my heart so much Mm -hmm. more than just like buying them a sweater. Yeah. Or like a perfume. Like, oh, I know you love perfume. So here's another one. Yeah. No. Uh, (laughs) it, It... it it does make you feel good too and I feel yeah. like all around like it just it 
it just changes the way you look at the world and look mm-hmm. at your relationships and look at consumerism and things. Yeah, hundred percent. And another little like tip underneath this tip of purging anything that no longer serves you, uh, um, a good way to make sure that you're kind of like staying on that path is like as something new comes in, something old goes out. Yeah. Right. Every time you come into the house with like a new toy for the kids. Right. Right. Make sure one of the old toys goes out. So you're Mm -hmm. not just piling and piling and piling on new toys and make sure when you're purchasing that toy, that that's something, obviously something that like the family is, you know, together on like, okay, if this is a toy that you really, really want, we need to talk about a toy that you can donate to another kid Mm -hmm. at home because we're not just going to keep buying you all of these toys for you to not play Mm -hmm. with. If you really, really want this toy, then we're going to have to get rid of a toy that's already at home and Mm -hmm. you can give it to somebody else that might not have toys. That's the kind of conversations that I have with the kids too. It's like, if they want something, I'm like, you guys have so many things that you don't touch. So if you would like something new, let's donate some things to kids that might not have all the things that you have. And like, they love doing that. They're like, I want to give this to somebody else. So I think that's a good conversation to have and a good way to kind of like start that mentality of like not needing everything Mm -hmm. and not being hoarding of all of those things and just being open to moving on like having things for a while enjoying the value that it brought you and then being able to move on yeah and you know either leave it and not bring in something new or if Mm -hmm. you do need something new then replace it yeah and also kind of another aspect of this topic i know we've been talking about it for a long time Um, but you know, kind of like I said before, like I'm on a journey to become more self-sufficient, to have a homestead. And one of the things that I have learned, um, you know, kind of going on this journey is that on a homestead, especially a self-sufficient homestead, everything has to serve a purpose. Mm -hmm. Every animal you own, every piece of machinery that you buy, everything that's in your house, how you build your house, how the rooms are laid out. Every single thing needs to serve a purpose because it's about surviving or not surviving. Um, And when you live that lifestyle, um, especially, I mean, if you don't have, you know, crazy millions of dollars that you can just go live a luxury homestead lifestyle. But if you're really intentional about like living old fashioned, um, you know, you don't have room for excess. You don't have the budget for access. Um, Every animal you buy needs to serve a purpose because guess what they're eating food every day they're using supplies they're costing you money Mm -hmm. and you need to really and it taught me to really think about okay how many horses do we need to move the cattle Mm -hmm. um but those horses need to serve a purpose they're not just there to look cute and be pets Mm -hmm. you know some people that's totally fine but for our lifestyle and our mission you know we need to have horses that can serve a purpose and mm-hmm. do a job and that kind of thing because guess what? They have to eat every day. They have to yeah. drink water. Yeah. That's resources that are coming from our homestead that mm-hmm. we have to provide. But when you don't have access, you have to be really intentional about those things. Mm-hmm. And one of the books that I read that in was, I think it's called Homesteading from Scratch. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's talking about because it's giving you a very, very real yeah. perspective of homesteading and how, you know... It's not all sunshine and rainbows and it takes hard work and it takes, you know, dedication and all of those things. But every single thing that you have on your property has to serve a purpose. It's almost like an ecosystem, right? Like everything has to work cohesively together. Mm -hmm. And if you have something that's putting a drain on the system, that could be the determination of 
whether your homestead survives or not, whether mm. you can survive or not. Yeah. Um, and so it really kind of just changed my perspective at, at how I look at all things. Mm-hmm. Um, even just in the modern lifestyle. Yeah, I was going to say that t- completely translates really easily yeah, into a normal person's life who doesn't mm-hmm. have any interest in homesteading. Yeah. And that's why, like, these conversations are so important because you can be so different from mm-hmm. somebody who wants to homestead. But if you have this conversation, you can be like, oh, shoot, like, I'm not interested at all in homesteading, but that makes a lot of sense. Like, mm-hmm. if let me look at my lifestyle in mm-hmm. my home and make sure that everything serves a purpose. Yeah, and like- if you have things that do not serve a purpose, you can sell them, you can donate them and make sure that they serve a purpose for somebody else. And it prevents you, it helps you with your other tips like budgeting Mm -hmm. and prevents you from you know purchasing things spending money wasting money on things that you already have that serve that same purpose yeah um and gives you the opportunity to have you know more you have you can put more in your savings you can put more towards debt if you're not just purchasing things that you already have you know that you don't need i feel like it frees you from the enslavement of consumerism Mm -hmm. Um, whether you're homesteading, living a modern lifestyle, it, I feel like the principles are so universal yeah. and just, it, it applies to everybody and every background, mm-hmm. every lifestyle. Um, and I, tr- I truly believe this. And I, s- the reason why I believe this, cause I started implementing this in my life and I'm like, wow, it's something as simple as I'm going to give an example first before I kind of like say mm-hmm. my moral lesson or whatever you want to call it. Um, I used to get my nails done every few weeks mm-hmm. I always got them done I was like oh my god they make me feel so pretty I love them whatever mm-hmm. and then when I realized I'm like okay I'm like money yeah. yeah that and I was like okay I was like well we're getting we're getting closer and closer to you know sw- transitioning to that homestead mm-hmm. self-reliant lifestyle um getting your nails done every week does not fit that yeah. it doesn't serve a purpose it does it, yeah. it has no benefit for you so I started said okay I know down the road mm-hmm. th- th- that's gonna be gone yeah. so I'm gonna start to get used Mm -hmm. to not having that in my life because I was so used to it so I stopped getting my nails done and it was crazy how much more free Mm -hmm. I feel without getting my nails done and it's and the reason why I say that is because a couple weeks ago after like six seven months of like not getting my nails done at a salon maybe even more I went and got them done and it I was just like, oh my God, I can't wait till these fucking things come mm-hmm. off. Like, I just feel like, I don't know. Yeah. It almost was like, I was like, Ugh. that's so funny I that you bring like that I up. I just want them off my fingers. I'm like, I just want my fingers to be free yeah. and minimal. Like, I don't want this. Um, and it was so funny. And it was like that moment where I realized like, oh my God, how many things do I have in my life mm-hmm. that I think that I want or I think that I need? That really I don't. And I feel, fear them being gone. Yeah. But when they're gone, you're like, oh my gosh, yeah, it's the greatest it's just thing. Better. I feel like it's so freeing to be more minimal, I think, for your kids, for yourself, for your mental health. Um, there's something so freeing about not being trapped as a consumer mm-hmm. and accumulating junk that you don't need. Mm-hmm. Um that entitlement cycle. Just kind cycle. of being trapped in that lifestyle that's yeah. just going to keep snowballing into something something bigger yeah. down the road. That feeling of, oh, I need this or I mm-hmm. need this or whatever the case may be. There's right. something to me that has been so freeing about really doing a whole lot of soul searching yeah. and self-reflecting and realizing, looking at my lifestyle, like really looking yeah. at myself and saying, 
you know, what do I need? What yeah. don't I need? You know, what yeah. is pointless in my life? You know what I mean? And yeah. it's been such a really freeing experience. Because yeah. now when I go out into the world or I look at other people on social media, things that used to give me all yeah. this, like, bad feelings. I'm like, oh, I wish I had that yeah. or I want that you don't, or this you or whatever. Think about it. You're like, dude, I have absolutely everything I need. Like, you're acknowledging. Yeah. It's crazy to think about how little we really need. Like So little. You need water to drink, food to eat, somewhere to sleep, somewhere to piss and shit. And, like, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so simple. And, obviously, like, everything else is really a luxury. Mm-hmm. Right? And the type, if, the type of, you need a place to sleep. You don't need a sleep number bed with the fucking, right. you know, all yeah. these, ex- these are all just excess things mm-hmm. that you're taught that your life would be better if you had. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of a, it's a, an image that you feel like you have to live up to. Mm-hmm. So a hundred percent, I understand like I, that's something mm-hmm. it's going to, for people that like feel really uh, deeply that they have an image to to stay up to it's mm-hmm. going to be really hard to like shift that yeah um but I totally get where like where you're coming from like I kind yeah. of thought about how like I don't really like buy myself new clothes like mm-hmm. I'm like I don't I kind of have like the same same I don't know yeah. the same clothes that I've had for a long long time mm-hmm. and it sometimes like it annoys me like I just like I get bored of it and I'm like I wish like I had something but like in reality like I am blessed like I have clothes I have more clothes than some people might have Mm -hmm. and as long as I am clothed that's really all I need like I don't need to be looking fresh as fuck ever the same shit every day going to fries right like I like I look at my life and I'm like this is my life like I I have kids I go to Mm -hmm. very few places and I go to the gym I have gym clothes I have you know like you have everything that you need and you don't need more than what you need yeah so it's just really important to like not get caught up in what people make you feel like you need and just slow down and just really look at does everything I have serve a purpose if it does I am blessed and I have everything I need and everything else is extra and could go somewhere else and it's just taking up space and energy and frequency in my home and my space and it's probably causing more harm than good yeah so like let it go (laughs) release it you'll feel so much better and honestly more confident like you said like those the feelings were there because we just were being told that we needed Mm -hmm. better nicer fancier more expensive but like you don't and so when you you're like I'm comfier like I don't care what I look like going to Chipotle I'm getting my food and I'm going like well and it's like and it's funny that you bring that up um you know because so for me like I love decorating and interior design oh, so like I followed people like that on social media right and so I have this vision I have a I have a million print, Pinterest boards yeah. of like what my dream house is yeah. and I all the wall decor and all the mirrors fancy kitchen and all this kind of stuff and then I started going on this homestead journey and self-reliant journey mm-hmm. and even before that I was like oh I you know I still want to be on my homestead but you know I still want my dream house and mm-hmm. that kind of thing and then the more I more started reading the more books I started reading, I realized that the reason why I wanted this lifestyle in the first place is to break free of that. So yeah. why am I bringing that? Yeah. Um, like, why am I bringing the mentality and the lifestyle that I'm trying to break away from with me? It's mm-hmm. like when it's like when people from California move to Texas to be free, but then they vote like yeah. a Democrat, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of, I found myself falling into that same thought process. Mm-hmm. 
And then when I was reading that book, just talking about, you know, everything has to serve a purpose, I really started thinking of, okay, if we're self-reliant, more off the grid type of thing, right? When I, when you're thinking about your home, um, your home, your home has to be efficient, has to be efficient to heat. So what does an efficient structure look like? And I really realized that, you know, what it meant to cover your necessities versus of like more luxury type lifestyle wants and it's so funny because when I sort of really started to like think about that and really analyze it I actually found like now I don't want any of that Mm -hmm. like I just want a very simple structure um when I think about how my how my living room is going to be designed Mm -hmm. I think about okay well if we have a wood-burning stove what's the most efficient way it can it can heat Mm -hmm. the majority of the house because that's going to be more efficient. Um, so it's just funny just how my thought process has changed Yeah, see, that's why we're on such different levels with, like, that idea. So Michelle and I both, like, you know, want this homesteading life, but in this aspect, this is the perfect kind of way to describe, um the difference yeah. in, in both of us. So that's mm-hmm. the level that Michelle's on. And, and I am more on the, like, <laughs> I want that too, but like luxury style, Yeah, you know, like I want to be in the middle of the woods away from everybody, but like, I want like, I want it fancy in the middle yeah. of the woods. So, but that's just a, that's a lack of me, you know, Michelle's reading books that I'm not reading right now. Yeah. So we're just on different levels. And that's why I like, I love our friendship. I love that mm-hmm. we can discuss these things and, and learn these things. And that's kind of just what keeps us growing and evolving and that was the whole Mm -hmm. point of this episode was just to kind of give you guys ideas of things that you can do to keep growing and keep evolving and keep your brain working and questioning and trying out new things like these are things that um I mean in in my eyes I feel like all of these things would benefit everybody yeah right I don't think that these are things that like oh that's that's not gonna work for me but because yeah we didn't you know make it cookie cutter like this is how you have to do it there's definitely so many different ways that you can do all of these things but they're all super beneficial in their own way so I think that you know all of these all these tips can really help you level up in some way in your Mm -hmm. personal life so before we end the episode because it was kind of a long one I just want to go ahead and like recap and just yes um bullet point the six tips that we had so one was create a calendar two budget three read something every day Mm -hmm. not on your phone (laughs) um four move your body every day intentionally intentionally. (laughs) um five spend time in nature and practice mindfulness and then lastly purge anything that no longer serves you so yeah i can guarantee you whether you implement one implement all of them Mm -hmm. to whatever extreme you implement them if it's two minutes every Mm -hmm. day or you do it an hour an hour or one at a time or all six at a time once a month um i i i will guarantee you this something will benefit in your life yes. from it 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 won't get worse yeah. it will get better yeah and so you know our our challenge to you guys and our you know I, I don't know if please the right word but um our hope for you guys is that you can kind of take this episode and just even if it's so super small just implement something that's just gonna bring you more joy more yeah. happiness more peacefulness benefit um whatever it's supposed to bring you in your life mm-hmm. um 
And if you've tried one of these, let us know how it went for you um, and what you liked about this episode. Again, find us on social media. Mm -hmm. Always feel free to comment, um, suggestions. If I had to pick one out of all of them to do, it's move your body and spend time in nature. Yep. Move your body in nature. Mm -hmm. Because I can guarantee you... Blend those two together. It will change just your whole being your which whole mentality yeah allow you to change so many other things it don't like yeah it'll make you want to yes. do these other things so, like just off not even thinking yeah, about it not you, even trying yeah. it'll become yeah second nature if you were <laughs> no fun <laughs> if you were gonna only do one of the things we talked about get out in nature and just really intentionally em- move your body em- embrace nature yeah that's all we have yep Again, thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate all of your support and love. Um, until next time, do we want to do we want to let them know what the next episode is, so we'll or we're gonna you, keep that one we'll a little secret? We'll give you a, a little bit of a hint. So the last couple thought or bullet points that we were talking about um, definitely play into our next one. It's gonna have to do with some more like being self reliant and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But we'll. We'll keep you guys we'll keep you guys on the interested yes. in, in that one. So tune in to our next episode again. Thank you guys so much for listening. Really appreciate it. We love y'all. Love y'all. We gonna do it together? No. <laughs> do we do it always together? I don't know. Let's okay. do it together. <laughs> right. Peace, Peace, love, freedom. freedom. Rebels, Rebels out, out, bitches. bitches.